Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lightspeed. Hello, and welcome to the Lightspeed Magazine Story Podcast. I'm your host, Jim Freund. Lightspeed Magazine is edited by John Joseph Adams, and our podcast is produced by Skyboat Media. Today's story is Dinosaur Killers by Chris Cluey, narrated by Stefan Rudnicki. This story is copyright 2016. The author writes, Chris Clue grew up in Southern California among a colony of wild chinchillas and didn't learn how to communicate outside of barking and howling until he was 14 years old. He has played football in the NFL, once wrestled a bear for a pot of gold, and lies occasionally. He is also the eternal disappointment of his mother, who just can't figure out why he hasn't cured cancer yet. At any rate, it is time to buckle up. We're going to light speed. Dinosaur Killers by Chris Cluey Another rock fell today. Jarez on 54B, pretty sure that's who it was. Maybe. Didn't talk much during the daily vid calls, brown eyes peering out from beneath his shaggy black hair, floating every which way in ZG. Supposed to keep it short, but company regs don't apply. Not anymore. His kids were on Croyahab, partner two, three of thousands, now just clouds of matter joining all the other debris. They mattered to Jarez. Nuke came out well, Jarez went in well. Set his crawler to Max cycle, Max vent, sold his soul to Newton, and pushed the button. One-way trip, no ticket back. He hit London. Pretty sure he hit London, maybe. Or was it Paris? Close enough. Rocks don't care. They just fall. Falling, falling, sticks and stones break my bones. Nukes will never stop me. They didn't stop Jarez. Ground did that. Or maybe it was the atmosphere. Crawlers aren't rated for re-entry. Company Reg 284-B. Used to watch vids on the old wars in school. Tanks racing across rocky ground. Squads with matte black rifles. Soundless drones dropping the reaper's scythe. Gleaming electronics on sleek missiles, atmospheric lasers, the aesthetic art of death changing just as surely as any other fashion. Supposed to warn us, keep us from our heritage. Classmates thought it looked like fun, like a game. Sanitary violence. Actions divorced from their grime, their blood, their cost. Core thought they had a monopoly on that violence, up here in orbit. Thought their shiny toys were enough to break from the rock down below. Thought their nano-spun suits and self-sustained eco-farms and sheer distance would keep them safe, that their actions wouldn't have consequence. The pebbles lament. Nobody ever thinks they're the one to start the slide. Nobody ever thinks they're pushing the button. How do wars start? Same way wars always start. Someone wants something from someone else. 
water, food, land, people, all the same. Just a thing to be taken from things to be killed. No isn't an answer. Governments wanted their power, saw the habs and the crawlers and the farms, saw lives being lived away from their grasp, saw the structure changing, and they weren't invited. No wasn't an answer. Corps saw a rock dragging them down, sucking profits in well they didn't want to lose and costs they didn't want to acknowledge. No one pulls themselves out well by their bootstraps, but they thought they did. Once they got there, just another frontier to exploit. Refused to pay taxes anymore. The rich always do. Sold it to the Habs as freedom. Independence. No, wasn't an answer. Everything happened the same way it always does. Doesn't matter. Everyone ends up in the dirt. No one wins a war fought with rocks. A beep. Vid call coming through. First one in... Don't know. Used to be daily. Lost track of the days. Lost track of a lot of things. Make myself push the button. Huh. Fang is the only one left. Hasn't been on in a while. Uh, and me, I guess. Why do I even bother? Easier to fall. Whole life spent falling. Through school, through jobs, through love, through space. Never brave enough to accept the final plunge of commitment. Never cowardly enough to take the terminal impact of death. Ended up stuck in ZG, crawling this endlessly falling rock to pay my debts. What's one more descent? Words cut the air. Voice like a rich vein of iron. Hard, strong, sure. Good building material, iron. Habs used it. Used to use it. Before the nukes. Where are the others? I just got my comms back up. Fell. Eyes a blue so black you could sink in them and never find your way out. Comet ice. Habs used to use that, too. Shit. Ovechkin? The Qua? Ugembe? All gone? Can't you see? No. EMP from when they hit Dahlia Hab fried most of my sensors. All I could do to jury rig a com was hoping to get telemetry from everyone else. Clouded words, like the clouds swirling across the planet below. Used to be azure and jade. Now it's mostly gray. Angry clouds. Rock clouds. Dirty rain falling, killing ground and sun. Radiation ripping through the sky and stars. Everything falling. Damn it, say something! Red rage the rosy bloom of rocks crashing home, of nukes clawing out, screaming through atoms until vacuum silences their frenzied roar. So much red. Sorry. Something new in the comms. Cold, slithering. An airlock seal about to fail. Fear. We're the only ones left. Not a question. I answer anyway. Pretty sure. Tabs are gone, rocks all fell. No calls up here anymore. No lights down there. Rage? Sorrow. No Van Allen belt to protect against reality's crackling storm. There won't be. Planet's dead. Forced dispassion. A doctor triaging something terminal. Two hours breathing required and only one hour of oxygen for EVA. The calm calamity of crisis. I have to ask, are you going to fall too? Despair. Am I?
No. What the hell's the point? I just said the planet's dead. It took a week for us to make this mess, and it'll take centuries for the temperature to stabilize. If it ever does. Core are dead. Govs are dead. Plants and animals are dead. Everything's dead except us. And you don't even talk half the time. Silence. Brittle. Sharp. Knife-edged spurs on a treacherous rock, eager to flip a crawler into their depths. Down below calm range. Trapped forever if the company doesn't notice. Supposed to notice. Company reg 73-E. But sometimes they don't. Sometimes someone falls, and no one remembers to care. What will you do? My voice surprises me. A pocket of platinum where scanners indicated copper. I'm not sure I meant to say anything, but I did, and here we are. Drops of water gather in eye corners, then shake free. Tiny planetoids drifting serenely. They sparkle in the starlight. Habs used to sparkle like that when the sun came over the edge, like plankton in the abyss. One of my only memories of life before. An aquarium vid gifted on a child's birthday. Saved all these years. Specks of life where nothing should exist. Silence, then sound. I'm leaving. Leaving? Yes. These crawlers can convert ice to usable water. Shape metals and rock. That's why they had us out here in the first place. Orbital infrastructure. So we could finally get off the planet before something killed us. Rueful laughter, a streaking meteorite that makes you jump. Only it's a firefly landing on your nose in the Hab Park, and you accidentally crushed it with a clumsy hand. I'm going to Mars. Plenty of ice there. There's enough food in the crawler to make it with the recyclers, and more than enough ice on my stroid. I can cycle some to set velocity, then burrow inside for shielding and wait. I'll get there eventually. Hands fly into motion. A sense of purpose, building something from nothing. Steel bars from rock bones, the skeleton of a hab or a house or a home, filling it with life and love amidst the emptiness. But you can't see. The briefest hitch imaginable. That tiny instant before the circuit closes and the radiation expands. It's all math anyway. I'll just have to hope I'm lucky. No one's lucky. Not anymore. No one left to be lucky. Why? Because what else is there to do? Sit here and wait to die? Bombard an already murdered world? At least this way I'll get to walk on Mars before I go. A pregnant pause. Eyes looking everywhere but the screen. You could come too, you know. Help me see. Try and start something new, away from all this. Rapid shifting. The treacherous outflow of an unexpected geyser. The world spins, stabilizes, settles. I... My fingers finish moving. They've been moving the whole time, crafting a solution. Max cycle, max vent. Join all the others. Fall in. And the uncertainty, the appealing finality of the void. I... Another course appears on my plot, transferred over the comm. A quick rotation, then steady vent at quarter power for several days. Burrow and wait. A long fall out, maybe forever. A fall that might never end. Can I survive it? After everything that's happened. 
two choices hover in front of me. What is there worth living for? A beep. Another rock falls today, slowly at first, but gradually picking up speed. Minuscule compared to the dying rock behind it, a moat of nothing in the uncaring universe's eye in front. It will never make it, not against the titanic forces it faces, blind and alone, racing to another hostile rock where it will shatter and perish. Never. Maybe. There's still time for me to follow. There's still time for me to make a choice. I close my eyes, push the button, and fall. Welcome back. You've been listening to Stefan Rudnicki narrating Dinosaur Killers by Chris Cluey. We hope you enjoyed it. If so, please help spread the word by leaving a review or rating at iTunes or the social media venue of your choice. Our editor is John Joseph Adams. If you are not already a subscriber to our Hugo Award-winning magazine, check out our many options at lightspeedmagazine.com slash subscribe. This month, our sponsors are our friends at Edge Science Fiction and Fantasy Publishing. Find them online at edgewebsite.com. Skyboat Media, the most respected independent audio production team on the West Coast, produces the stories for this podcast. They are headed by the Audi and Grammy Award-winning narrators Stefan Rudnicki and Gabrielle DeCure. Be sure to check out their website at skyboatmedia.com. Music and sound logos are composed and performed by Jack Kincaid. Post-production for Lightspeed is in association with yours truly. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Lightspeed Magazine. Thanks for listening. That's all for now. See you on the Bitstream. I'm Jim Freund, wishing you cheers from all of us at Lightspeed. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.